Welcome to the Entrepreneur Playbook Podcast. I am your host, Chris Wright, and this is your place to get strategies for success in business and in life. Now, let's get straight into the show. So we all know we should be putting out content to the world, right? We all know that. As a business owner, we're like, I know I should be writing blog posts. I know I should be doing videos, etc. But like with our diet and exercise regime, just because we know we should do it doesn't mean that we actually do it, right? And one of the barriers that I always come up against when I'm talking with business owners about their marketing plan and their marketing strategy is that they just don't know what to write about. Does that make sense? And maybe that's you as well. Maybe you're like, yeah, I know I need to blog. I know I need to create videos, but I just don't know what what content to create, right? So today what we're going to be diving into is 25 different blog post ideas to get you started. And actually, if you dive into this, like each idea that we talk through, you could write 10, 20 different blog posts just on that one section. So this is going to give you a whole bunch of uh, ideas to get you started and just get the ball rolling. We're also going to dive into why you need to create content, the types of content you could put out there and what to do after you've actually created the content, because it doesn't just stop at at the point of you've created it, right? And if you'd rather read through or if you want to get the full list of the 25 blog post ideas just up on the screen in front of you uh, to help you and really maybe copy and paste it and save it somewhere for you to uh, bookmark the page, save it somewhere so that you can go, right, just come back to this list over and over again, then head on over to level10living.co.uk forward slash 43, that's 43, and the full article will be on there with the list of the 25 different blog post ideas with all the resources and the links that we talk about on today's show. So first up, why do you need to create content? Why do you need to create content for your site, for your social media? Why do you need content? And I'm going to put this as simply as I can. You need to stop asking for marriage on the first date. Okay, that's that's the most uh, that's the metaphor that I like to use with that. Um, you know, put it this way. So I was I've got a story for you. I was at a conference for estate agents last week absolutely amazing event. Uh, if, if you are an estate agent, you weren't there, you missed out. But anyway, uh, I was there and, and estate agents in general, they all do this. They all ask for marriage on the first date. Like not, not in real life, I'm talking about in their business, right? The first contact, if you think about your experience with an estate agent, often the first contact you have with them is a leaflet through the door saying, let me sell your house or let, you know, let me buy, you know, whatever or buy this house or buy that house. And I'm like, hey, I'm sorry, excuse me, who are you, right? Like, why would I let you sell my house? Why am I going to take your opinion when I'm buying a new house? I don't know who you are, right? You haven't built a relationship with me. You can't just say, hey, let me sell your house on on day one, right? You need to build a relationship. And content is a way of building relationships with your prospects so that when they're ready to buy, you are the only option in their mind, right? Does it take effort to do this? You bet but so does dating, right? Right? Is it worth it? Absolutely. Right? To like to make sure that you are the only person on their mind when they're coming to, in this, you know, in the instance of estate agents to sell their house or to buy whatever product or program or thing that you put out there, to make sure that you are the only option, right? Yes, it takes effort. Is it worth it? Totally. And so really, like, I, I'm not going to dive into too much more detail on why you need to create content. Like, creating content allows you to build that relationship with your prospects, but it also allows them to, um, I guess, be educated, I think is the, the key here. It allows you to take them from someone who uh, maybe doesn't even know that they have an issue, maybe doesn't even know they have a problem yet, and they're going through 
Uh, they're going through the process and the journey until they understand the problem. Uh, they understand that they now have that problem. They understand that they're now looking for a solution, right? So you can actually add a huge amount of value to someone's life, to, you know, depending on what you're selling and what, what, what it is that you offer, that you can really help someone on a journey. Does that make sense? So creating content is a way of build. Let's just leave it there. Creating content is a way of building relationships with your audience, so that they become you become the only person that they're going to go and buy from. Does that make sense? So, what types of content should you be putting out there? So you know you should do it. Um, what types of content should you put out there? And really, in like in this day and age, we have just an amazing opportunity right now. Like we have access to be able to to write, to be on our own TV shows, to host our own radio shows, and so much more. You can you can literally be a media publishing company for next to nothing, right? Like, think about it. You've got, you know, you can write blog posts on the website and immediately you can get content out to the world, right? That used to be like you had to hope and pray that you got into, like, uh, a magazine that was distributed all over the world. Don't need that, right? You can create the content, put it on the, put it on the internet, and it's out there. Like, the whole world can see it within minutes, You've got, you can have you host your own TV show, video, like YouTube, even Facebook, right? There's more minutes watched on Facebook now than YouTube, I think, every day. Um, and you can do live TV, both with YouTube and Facebook, with Instagram. Like, you can actually create your own live TV show if you wanted, right? You've got radio in terms of podcasts. Like this, what I'm doing right now is showing you, like, this is a ra- this could be a radio show, right? But you don't have to be on the the national radio show. Create your own content, create your own podcast, and again, it's out there to the world. And then even just think about this: Pinterest and Instagram are whole platforms built on just using pictures, right? And I know as I say that, there's a lot of people that are going to get overwhelmed just thinking about it. They're like, oh my word, I only came here looking for blog post ideas and now I've got to do video, radio, <laughs> like images, etc. Right? So as I, I like, just pause for a second, as I always say, like, start with one thing. Get into a routine with it. Like, if it's blog posts you want to start writing, then, like, make sure that you've got time set aside each week to write your blog post. Right? And then once you've got into a routine with that, um, then bring in another thing. Or, I'm going to give you a bit of a cheeky tip here, like... Do what I'm doing here, right? I've created a podcast and a blog from one piece of content, right? So you're, if you're listening to this right now, if you head on over to level10living.co.uk forward slash 43, you'll be able to see, look, there's a whole blog post there, right? And it is literally the content that I'm talking you through right now, right? D- like, does that matter? Absolutely not. Like, is that, in my opinion, that's like a, a great thing to do. And that I can't say, I can't take credit for this idea. I've, you know, learned this off several other people who are doing the same thing, you know, but some people will learn better and, and absorb information through listening. Some people will absorb information better through, uh, through reading. And some people will want both because they'll be listening to it. And they're like, yes, I want the 25, um, different blog post ideas. Let me go get them and be able to have them in front of me when I'm writing those things. Right. So, and then what I'll do is take this piece of content and there'll be hundreds of, you know, different tweets or uh, Facebook posts or even images that we could use from this, right? So it can, it does, it don't have, you know, I'm, I'm, I want this to make life easier for you, not more difficult. So you can create one piece of content and then, you know, use it in several different ways. Does that make sense? Anyway, before I go any further, what, before you go any further, what I want you to do is look at who your ideal client is. Look at the journey they're on. Uh, all the way till they buy your product and beyond. And if you don't know who your ideal client is, you need to like pause and you need to go figure that out. You know, you need to know everything about them. You cannot, you cannot create content for an audience if you don't know who they are. 
and everyone isn't the like that isn't every like everyone isn't what you who you're writing to you're writing to a specific person who the people that are going to be your raving fans the people that are going to buy your product over and over and over again right you need to know who they are and once you've got that person in in mind then what i want you to do is ask yourself this question how can you help those people before they even know they have an issue and again, I spoke about this a minute ago, and in fact, who is it? Uh, Russell Brunson talks about this a lot in his book in Dotcom Secrets, and in his new book too, Expert Secrets, and you can get a free copy of that, by the way, if you go to level10living.co.uk forward slash expert uh, to get a free copy of that. So anyway, um, but he talks about someone who doesn't even know they have an issue yet, right? It's easy to sell to people that they already know that they have a problem, and they already know that they need a solution, and they already know that you are the solution that they need, right? Those people are easy to sell to. But what about the people who don't even know that they have a problem yet? Those are the people. That's where the market goes wide open. It's probably like such a small percentage of people are like they're ready to buy right now. That's your hot leads. That's your hot target market who are right there. But the people who are cold, i.e. they don't even know they have a problem yet, in a few months time, they might be hot, ready to buy. And you want to make sure that you are the only option for them, right? And I'm gonna. I mean, we've been speaking about estate agents, so I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep with that example, but it's just kind of fresh in my mind. So, like, how does an estate agent know that someone is gonna think about moving a year before that person knows? Can they? You bet. Right. Let me say that again. How can an estate agent know that someone is going to think about moving a year before even that person knows? I'll tell you. That person the prospect starts buying storage boxes to go underneath the bed. Why? Because at that point, they're starting to think, I don't have enough space in my house. I'm, they're, looking for, they're looking for ways to maximise their current space. Right? Storage boxes under the bed. Right? And, and once you've done that, those clothes or whatever it is that's going under there never come out. <laughs> right? We've, we've all been there. Right? So they start buying storage boxes to go under the bed because they're, they're already feeling a bit like, oh my word, I don't have enough space. At this point, they're not even thinking about moving. All they're thinking about is, where can I store this stuff? But then look at this journey. When all that space is used up in six months' time, they've bought enough storage boxes to go everywhere. They fill every nook and cranny in their house. They're going to start feeling really tight in that home. They're almost like a little bit claustrophobic, right? And they may even go, oh, is there, you know, if they're in a home, can they look at an extension or a loft conversion? You know, and, you know, they'll be going on Pinterest, they'll be going on Facebook, they'll be going on blogs looking at how they can add more space to their home, right? And they might cost that out. They might even speak to someone about doing that. Uh, and, and and sometimes they might do that. Sometimes they might do that. Uh, or once they've seen the cost of it, they might just go, you know what? It might just be easier to move. And then what they start doing is they start browsing on Rightmove. They're just looking, you know, they're just window shopping of an evening. Uh, you know, they, they've got home from work or whatever it is, and they've just, they're looking on there, looking on Rightmove, just swiping through. Suddenly they've got uh, an account on Rightmove. Uh, and seven days later, uh, they've they've saved up all their, you know, their favorite properties. They're like, oh, I really like these. Are these within our budget? Not, you know, question mark. And seven days later, they have decided they have to move right no doubt about it they absolutely have to move they've made that decision right and actually that person and i'm going to use a uh, a woman in her 30s who's maybe perhaps they've just had their first kid right and uh, she's she's the one that's been doing the research and she thinks she made that decision on a thursday night uh, when the baby was napping over a glass of wine and chatting with her husband that's where they think the decision that was made 
but that's absolute rubbish. You can look back and go, that process has been going on in their minds for a year already. Not the whole, I want to move, but that whole journey from, I'm feeling a bit tight in my current space. Right? Now, let me ask you this. What if you had been the go-to person for that last year already? What if each time they had a question about what underbed storage to use, like where to look for extensions, like how to increase the um, how to increase uh, space in your home, how to increase the value of your home? What if every time they had one of those questions, they were browsing your website? And when they made that decision to sell their home or and buy a new home, who do you think they would go to? You know that they go to you. If they'd been browsing your site and you'd been providing them with value for the last year, they are absolutely going to come to you first. You're going to get the first opportunity to sell their home. You're going to get the first opportunity to provide them with a new home. Right? And again, I'm talking about estate agents. And whenever I give examples, I'm, I'm, I want people to go, okay, even if that's not you, if you're not an estate agent, right, just listen to it and go, okay, how do I apply that to me? And you can apply that to literally any journey, any person, any product, any program, right? And so what I want you to do is map out the journey of your ideal client. Know them better than they know themselves. Go back like to the point that they buy your product. What happens in the six months before, the year before? How can you help them on that journey through each stage to the point where actually the solution is just buy my product, <laughs> right? Because once you've got that journey mapped out, coming up with blog post ideas is quite simple. At each stage of that journey, you just need to simply ask yourself this one question. What questions are they typing into Google? And once you do that, and once you go through each stage of your ideal client goes through before they buy, and they and you come up with all the different questions that you can think of that they're, that they're typing into Google, you then have to do one thing. Answer them. <laughs> right? That process alone will give you a phenomenal amount of blog post ideas. And if you're... If you're like, I just don't know what questions my ideal clients are asking, if you're struggling to come up with those questions, then go speak to your current customers. Go speak to your ideal clients. Ask them and go, hey, can you just write down or tell me all the different questions you have about this topic or this, like not about the product itself. I'm not I'm not talking about, um, you know, tell me the features of your product. I'm saying, what are the questions they're thinking about? Like, why did they invest in your product? Why did they, like, what were the things that were going through their mind? So make sure you have a pen and paper ready when you do that. And once you've listed out those questions, like now let's have a look at the types of posts you could do, right? And yes, like these could be written, they could be done on video, they could be done on podcast, whatever. And I, th- and I think the key is like, do the thing that you're good at, right? Play to your strengths. If you're great at writing or you really enjoy writing, then write. If you, if you like, you're like, I can't write for, I can't write for like whatever. I'd rather just stick up a video camera and just record, do that. Right, so just do the thing that you're good at because then you're more likely to do it. And do you know what? Um, you know, I've you know in the past I've written what I think are some amazing blog posts, and you know like, but but no one ever reads them because they're not useful. They're not what they're typing into Google. And then you start writing things that actually, what are these people typing into Google? And suddenly people just start finding them, right? And they start coming on that journey because it's useful, right? If you're in at this moment right now, you're being in the being useful stage. You're providing value through giving them helpful stuff, right? And there's all kinds of routes you can go down and we'll highlight a few now, but here are just a few.
So let's dive in and go through the 25 different blog post ideas. And if you want to get the full list, if you're listening to this and you want to get the full list and just have it out in front of you, just go to level10living.co.uk forward slash 43. And you can have the full list there that you'll be able to look at and work through uh, and come up with ideas. Uh, perhaps, you know, even copy and paste it, put it on like a Word doc and uh, and start coming up with all the ideas underneath the titles, etc. So uh, I'm going to like fly through these, give you a quick example of each. And really, like, if I give you an example that's, you know, Really, what I want you to do again is go right. Let me let me go away and go right. How do I apply that to my to my business, to my product, to the journey that my ideal client is on? Does that make sense? Okay, so let's fly through these. So, uh, number one, how to guides, right? Like, if you go on to if you're thinking about your ideal client's journey and they're literally saying, uh, how do I create more space in my home? How do I uh, how do I lose weight? How do I um, how to create whatever, right? How to how to design a logo, right? Whatever it is, whatever business you're in, you can come up with a, a whole bunch of how-to guides, right? Think of that person. Uh, if it's someone, I'm trying to think of some examples. Let's say you are, yeah, in the fitness world, it might be how to lose weight and you can create a whole bunch of articles on how to lose weight, right? How to put on muscle, all kinds of stuff. So how-to guides, that will give you loads. Number two, we've got lists, okay? And what I mean by lists are, uh, let me go, okay, I'm gonna go fitness world here again. Uh, let's say your your ideal client is someone who's on a journey, but, but perhaps they perhaps they can't afford a, a personal training membership or something like that, and they, they wanna have a home gym. So they're looking for uh, different, like, that's their first option, right? They're gonna, how can I do this on my own at home? So the list could be top 10 pieces of equipment to have in your home gym, right? Something like that, or top 10 Top 10 home workout products when on a budget. Right? There's your list. Okay? Number three, frequently asked questions about. Right? Think again, you this can just be this could be a huge long post. You could have each question broken up into a separate post. What are the frequently asked questions about anything in your industry, right? Anything. Problem and solution. Uh, this is number four. Problem and solution. What are the different things? What are the different problems people have? And then write about the solution. And again, this isn't like you don't necessarily have to go into like a full scientific explanation of absolutely everything that's going on, right? Just solve their problem. What's the current problem they have? What's the solution for it? Number five, checklists. I really enjoy a checklist because it's a real like um, quick and easy thing and, and really very valuable. And if you say to someone, hey, uh, top 10 things to do when starting your business or uh, yeah, that, let's just use that. And you could just have a checklist and you can have the 10 things that they need to make sure that they've done when starting their business. Uh, you can have uh, top thing, top 10 things, 10 things you must look out for when buying your new home, right? And you just have a checklist, simple. Boom, have you done this? Have you done this? Have you done this? Yes, yes, yes. Easy, right? Uh, number six, statistics, right? People like, there's people out there who freaking love stats, like use them. And, and, and exciting stats and amazing stats, like X number X percentage of people, you know, do whatever it is, right? And you can then create a, a conversation around that stat, right? So, you, or you can have a whole, you could just have a page of stats if you wanted, um, but, you know, have a stat and then have a conversation around that stat. Number seven, top 10, anything, right? You can insert almost anything into this, right? Just this alone should be able to give you like a whole bunch of blog posts. So think about the, Again, think about your ideal client. Think about the journey they're on. So it could be uh, top 10 books for someone looking to insert problem, right? Top 10 products, top 10 blogs, top 10 people to follow. Like you can do top 10 on literally anything, 
and make it useful. What are they looking for? What's the problem they're looking to solve? And answer that with the top 10, whatever. Number eight, explainers. Um, you know, I like explainer videos, but basically take something that's not understood or take something that's always used in jargon and people like people are just like, I don't even know what that means, like from the general Joe public point of view, and explain it. And explain it in a fun and engaging way that gets people to A, learn, understand, and be like, I get it. I, I resonate with this person. I understand what they're talking about. Number nine, the ultimate guide to. And this may be like a series of posts. The ultimate guide to are normally like your, your cornerstone blog posts. These are one of your pillars, if you like. The ones that people are always going to read when they visit your uh, site. This might even be your like start here. Like, so for a personal trainer, it might be your ultimate guide to losing weight. And it might be a series of posts. It might be like part one of three, nutrition. Part two of three, exercise. Part three of three, mindset. Does that make sense? So the ultimate guide to. And also those series posts are quite good because, you know, you do part one of three and you get them excited about part two. They're going to come back and read part two, right? Number 10, interview posts. And again, it doesn't, I do this on the podcast, right? You'll see our interview uh, guests, and but it doesn't have to be a podcast. You can interview people uh, and have write it up. Like you could send an email to someone with a few questions. They answer the questions and there's your blog post, right? It could be someone in your industry. It could be, um, yeah, yeah. look at that for an example. Number 11, case study, success stories. This is one of my favorites um, because it's, I always think it's all good and well the business telling this person their product is the right thing to get. And actually, when they see someone who's like them, who's had an amazing result or they've absolutely loved the product or whatever it is, and they see them talking about it, that's totally different, right? They enjoy that because they're like, I get, I resonate with that person better than the business owner. Of course, they get the business owner's going to tell me to buy the product. They want me to. But the case study, the success story, that's huge. So perhaps look at people who bought your product, gone into your program, whatever it is, and had a huge success with it and absolutely love it. Get them, you know, whether it's on video doing a testimonial, whether it's them, again, they write out their journey with and they've got pictures or whatever it is, right? There's another one. Uh, number 12, your opinion on current trends in your industry, right? All industries have stuff going on. There's current trends going on. What's your opinion on those trends? Number 13, your opinion on shows, your opinion on content put out by others in the industry. Like it can, you're, it's, it's about creating a, an opinion. It's about people resonating with you and with like, oh yeah, I really, I, I like what that person says. Number 14 is another opinion one, right? Your opinion on almost anything, right? And it can be totally unrelated to your topic. You know, it can be almost literally anything because it helps people get to know you. You know, I talked about, you know, this is about dating, right? This is about building a relationship with that person before you ask for marriage. So often I see like people posting a picture of their dogs and that gets more interaction than some like absolutely incredibly useful thing on finance or whatever, right? And, and but the picture of the dog gets more interaction because it allows people to get to know them. So it can be your opinion on almost anything. Number 15, book reviews, recommended books, right? If someone's trying to achieve a certain goal, a certain thing, um, in, in, you know, in your industry, you know, what are the recommended books? What are the recommended things that you'd get them to read to help them on their journey? Number 16, quotes, right? Again, and if, you know, if you look at the level 10 site, you'll see some, you'll see a, a blog post called the top, top 20 motivational quotes. So if you're into your quotes, go and check that out, right? But it doesn't have to just be that. It could be um, whatever your industry is. It could be like quotes from people in that industry. It could be uh, quotes from buyers. It could be quotes from, you know, your previous customers or whatever. It could be anything. Number 17, people to follow. 
Again, it's another recommended thing. Who do I recommend that you follow in this industry? Again, it doesn't even have to be this industry. It'd be like, hey, if you get on with me and you and you like my content, I know you're going to love person X, Y, Z. They could be in different industries, right? Number 18, recommended products. Again, someone's on a journey uh, and you're like, okay, cool. Um, here are the recommended products for you to <laughs> go back to the estate agent example. Here are our recommended underbed storage, right? Boxes, whatever, right? So you've got your different recommended products that you can arrive with them on each stage of their journey. Where are we at? Uh, number 19, myth busting. Right? In every industry, there are so many myths out there that people think are true. And it's probably those things that you're in conversation. And when you hear someone say it, you literally roll your eyes and you're like, oh, really? I thought we'd got over this. Like, write about it. Talk about it. Put that myth. Bust that myth on your on your in your content and get the world to see it. Number 20, challenge your audience. And, and you know, this is a... For me, this is a great one. Like, tell you, like, literally, you can it can be again written, it can be video, whatever. But challenge your audience to go and do something. Like, if the goal, if you know that to get them to that next stage, they need to do something, right? Challenge them to go and do that thing. Tell them why they're going to go do it, and and maybe even help them on that journey. Be like, hey, here's the here's what I would do. Here's the process to doing that. Like right now, I could say to you, I challenge you to go and write five blog posts in the next month, right? And you could go, yeah, Chris, that's a freaking great idea. I can do that. Um, let me go, I'm going to put it in here in my diary. I'm going to go do it. In fact, I challenge you to go write five blog posts in the next month. Go do it, right? 21, number 21, a competition. These are great, right? If you've got an audience um, and people are engaged, set a competition. Be like, hey, you know, and you see people doing this with pictures, like, um, hey, submit your best picture. We'll do photo of the day. Look at what like GoPro do, uh, even Red Bull, like post your videos, post your pictures, and we'll put those up on our you know, we'll put the winners up on our page, right? So it can be competitions. Great one to get user-generated content that as well, getting people to put their content in and then you, it gives you content to use, right? Number 22, um, this 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 is one that you'll have to go, how do I use that for my business? Uh, I mean, but it might be this one. And there's a couple of guys that do this, uh, monthly income reports, right? On their website, this is the, the two guys I'm talking about and I'll have them linked up in the show notes is Pat Flynn of the Smart Passive Income, uh, blog and podcast, and John Lee Dumas, Entrepreneur on Fire, and they post their income reports on their on their website. They're they're all about building smart, you know, uh, you know, passive income, and so they're posting about that, right? And I'll I'll have that linked up on the show notes, uh, so you can go and grab those. But again, it doesn't have to be monthly income reports. But what are the things that you're trying to help your customers do? Because you could report on like how your business is doing for that thing, right? It could be number of houses sold. It could be um, number of clients helped, whatever it is, right? You could keep that that information present. And again, it's just allowing people into your business and it, it builds trust, right? And it builds a relationship. And they, you know, Pat Flynn and Johnny Dumas often say that they're those are the most viewed uh, posts on their website. People are nosy, right? <laughs> they want to dive in and have a look at it. Number 23, behind the scenes. I really enjoy this one. And this is something that I think really like Snapchat really brought about because it was kind of like the raw footage, the behind the behind the scenes footage. And you can now do this with like Facebook on their messenger app. You can do it on Instagram too. You know, you can go live, you can record like 20 seconds, 10 seconds, whatever it is. And it stays there for 24 hours, I think it is. Uh, but it doesn't just have to be on those, on those things, right? Um, you know, but if you did do it on those, you can download those videos 
like after like after you've recorded it you can upload those to your website you can be like hey here's the last 24 hours it was a really exciting 24 hours here's the behind the scenes footage of it and that you know there's like a two minute short videos you know little clips of what was going on but again it doesn't just have to be using facebook messenger or snapchat or whatever you know you could just have pictures you can have behind the scenes at this event that we were at right and you have you know have a information about the event and you can have it up look this is what we got up to this is what we did you know people like the behind the scenes stuff they like seeing that raw footage stuff it's real does that make sense number 24 stand for something take sides and you know i've heard people call this like an attack post an attack thing and i get and i guess well it kind of is right so if for example you're a personal trainer you might attack the big corporate gyms because they don't actually help the client right uh, let me think of another example. Again, ClickFunnels is 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 on my mind, but look at what ClickFunnels did against you know versus lead pages or even Infusionsoft now, right? They're creating, uh, you know, they they attack lead pages and Infusionsoft, and it creates raving fans in their business, right? It gets your audience to take sides, and when people take sides, you know, they become raving fans, assuming they've taken your side. It can be a bit risky, so just make sure you're picking a right with the with the right people, the right organization, etc. Like personal trainers v gyms is a great one. And number 25, crowdsource. This and again, this is one of my favorites because again, you're you're getting information from others and then you're just putting it together. So for example, you could say you could um, ask 10 experts in your industry a question and get their answers. It could be a simple one-line question. You pop them an email or a message on Facebook or whatever and be like, hey, can you answer this question? They answer it. You've got 10 people who have answered a question. You've got their view. You've got their opinion on that question. There's your blog post. Done right there. All you've done is collect- collected it, right? All you've done is curated that content and brought it together, right? Okay, there are 25 different blog post ideas to get you started, right? Even if you just did one of those, one of each of those blog post ideas right there, you've got 25 blogs. And actually, when you get going, when you actually go through the process, you'll find, hey, look, I've got five ideas for this one, four ideas for this one. You're going to come up with a ton of ideas. So my, my suggestion is like, go get this list, go get your ideal client and start writing out. Just start, open up a document and just start writing out all kinds of blog post ideas. Just set aside time to just come up with all the different questions that people are going to ask. Right. Don't don't wait for the time that you're going to sit down and write the blog post and try and come up with it ahead of time. Write down all the questions, all the potential blog ideas, then just go through it. Tick them off. Yep. Written that one. Yep. Done that one. Yep. Done that one. All right. So that should have given you loads to start with. But this the final bit that I want to cover is what to do with that content once you've put it out there, like once you've actually written it or videoed it or whatever. Because a mistake I see so many business owners make is they spend all their time creating this content and do absolutely nothing with it, right? They put it on their site and they hope and pray that someone happens to come along and find it. I see it with videos too. People spend hundreds, thousands on videos, you know, this nice promotional video, and then it goes nowhere. It goes on their website and people, again, they hope that people see it. And yes, if you're writing content that people are literally typing into Google and looking for it, your chances are much more likely that it's going to appear for them, right? Which is great, which is a good start. But the hope and pray strategy is not one that I really enjoy. I want you to get your content everywhere. Your blog posts should go on your website, obviously, right? They should also go on like, you. once you put it there, you should share it on your social media, on your Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Pinterest, LinkedIn. Tell everybody that post is now live. Don't drive them to it. Right, you can use things if you're on a WordPress site like Pretty Link, right? And Pretty Link is the thing that I go, hey, go to level10living.co.uk forward slash 43 
and people can remember that or they can screenshot it on their phone if you're on Snapchat or Facebook or whatever and they go, right, I need to remember to go to that. Right? It just shortens up the URL. They can remember it. They go to it. Try it now. Go to levertonliving.co.uk forward slash 43. You'll see that's not the full URL, but it's going to take you to the page, this page with all the content on it. Okay. Also repurpose the post, right? There's, you know, LinkedIn now has its own publishing uh, section where you can take your blog post, put it on LinkedIn as a separate um, article. You can also do that on something called Medium is the same thing. And as I told you earlier, you can see what I've done here. I've recorded a podcast. I've used that podcast as a blog too, right? So for the people that would prefer to read, um, they can go and see it. They can go and read through it. For people that would like to refer to it after listening, they can go to that, right? For people that are typing into Google, you know, uh, different blog post ideas, that if this page comes up, they can choose. Do I want to listen or do I want to read, right? And not only that, what you'll do, what I'll do is from from this post, from this podcast alone, from the from the blog post that comes of it, there'll be a whole bunch of social media tweets, Facebook posts, pictures and things that come from that, right? One piece of content, but loads of different ways that you can use it. Does that make sense? Okay. Once you've put that post on your website, for example, send out an email to your list. Tell them that new post is there. Drive people back to view it. Don't just like don't just hope that people view it. Like tell them, hey, this post on whatever is here, go check it out. Like if you're on our list, you'll get on a normally on a Thursday, you'll get the email being like, hey, um, if you're struggling for blog post ideas, go check out this post, and it will drive you back to it. Right? It's valuable information that if it and if it's something that's relevant to someone in that moment, they're going to read it and get value out of it. Like that's huge. Then when you've taken the post and you like you, I know lots of people will are now in the process of sharing their blog posts on Facebook and things like that. But again, once it's shared on Facebook, if it's on your business page, literally no one sees it. And Facebook know that, right? And that's why you have the option to boost it. But again, this isn't this isn't hope and pray. You don't just boost it to everybody and hope your ideal client sees it. On Facebook, you can boost and you can like um, pay essentially, right, for your ad for your uh, posts to actually be viewed by your ideal clients. And what I mean by that is like, for example, on Facebook, let's go back to those estate agent, right? And they're targeting the, um, you can literally target 30 to 35 year old women who live in a certain area. So if you're a local business, you can target, you know, five miles around your area and who've had their first child within the last year. And now if you're an estate agent and you know that your ideal client is that person, and I'd guess that, you know, someone who's just had their first kid, like they might be looking to move house because suddenly there's an extra person in the house, right? Suddenly there's a lot more stuff than they had before. You can target people. You can target those people and make sure they see your content. Right? Imagine having a post of, uh, you know, again, I'm going to estate agents, but imagine having a post of, um, you know, best storage solutions after having your first kid or whatever. Like, I don't know, like something, <laughs> something along those lines, like where to put everything, how to, the best storage solutions for new mums, right? And up pops, like, you know, that's valuable content that they're going to enjoy. And like, yes, it's on a, an estate agent's site, but actually that's valuable content that that person might then be thinking, oh, actually, I want to move home. Boom, go to them. So uh, that's what I'm going to leave you with today. Uh, we've gone on a bit longer than I thought I would. I got a bit carried away with my with my ideas there. So, uh, but I hope that's been valuable. I hope you've enjoyed that. And remember to get the full list uh, of the blog post ideas, just head on over to level10living.co.uk forward slash 43. That's four three. And you'll be able to get the full article and the full 25 blog post ideas listed out for you there. If you've got any more blog post ideas, uh, come and join the conversation. Make sure you leave uh, leave a comment on the page. Tell us your blog post ideas, things, the blogs that have worked really well for you. Uh, love to hear them. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, by all means, uh, add that to the conversation. 
other than that, I will see you next week, guys. Have an amazing week. See you later. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to the Entrepreneur Playbook podcast. I hope you are loving it. If you'd like to come and hang out with other entrepreneurs, other business owners in our Facebook group, then just head on over to level10living.co.uk forward slash playbook, and that'll take you straight to our Facebook group. Oh yeah, and don't forget, you can grab a free copy of Russell Brunson's .com secrets book, which gives you all the strategies and even scripts you need for really smashing and growing your business online. I freaking love this book and you can get it for free just by going to level10living.co.uk forward slash secrets. And if you're loving the show, then please also head on over to iTunes and leave me a rating and review and that would mean a lot to me. So thank you for everyone who goes and does that. And remember, in the words of Marianne Williamson, playing small does not serve the world. And so for me, that means leveling up in all areas of our lives. All the best. Bye.